Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Takes on Takes Friday here on the Prospects and Props Podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you once again. You guys know the drill. You provide the takes. We provide the reactions. And seemingly enough, I thought we had left an area of the takes world and we're diving nope. right back in. Uh, it's technically our first football take. So, Jamie, I feel like we have to start there and then we can mix okay. in the food takes. Somehow, I thought we'd settled it last week. I thought we settled it the last time we did this, but the Mike Tomlin versus Mike McCarthy thing is not over. It spawned like 16 takes this morning for us here on I the saw. show. So I will start with the take that inspired it all today. It was, okay. from, it was from Carl. Take, if Mike McCarthy is criticized for only winning one ring with Aaron Rodgers, then Mike Tomlin should be criticized for only winning one with Big Ben. The offensive and defensive talent Tomlin had on those rosters Tomlin should have more than one ring. Okay, so there's a few different things to break down. A lot down wrong with this take. In there. There's a lot wrong so, with this take. I, I will have a few thoughts. My first thought right away, and I'll, I'll reiterate what I said when we talk, talked about this last week. I think Mike McCarthy takes too much criticism. So, And so I think if using him as the linchpin for this conversation is, again, more so about the hate's gone too far in Mike McCarthy than anything else. Two, the winning only one Super Bowl thing. I think if, if well, obviously that's a, that's a fact. He only had one one. I do think, and actually the one, the other one that he lost was to Aaron Rodgers, right? I think yeah, the second, the other one. Super Bowl he went yeah. to lost was yeah. to Aaron Rodgers. Funny and, and McCarthy. So, funny. So enough. Mike Tomlin been to more um, Super Bowls than Mike McCarthy, by the way. Yes, but it has not beaten Mike McCarthy in a Super Bowl. It's true. It's true. Mike McCarthy does have that going for him. That makes you think. It's a good point. Thank you. Um. Here's my argument that I feel like it's not apples to apples. It's like apples to pomegranates, like something that kind of looks like an apple, but isn't really an apple. And it's like really a completely different fruit. I know, but why? Okay. I'm going to use one. It's, it's, it's okay. way too early. <laughs> wow. It's a really early. We're, we're two out. minutes into the show. It's takes on takes. It feels like egregious, but I'm going to use one. Okay. You could have picked, you could have picked any fruit. You could have picked a pear. Sure. I think a pear would have been more apropos here, but you went with pomegranate. Yeah, because it's it's this it's like the same part of the color wheel as an as a red apple. Because Chris, when you think of uh, no, no, walk walk with me on this, Chris. Sure. When you think of Even an apple, we're both there are a lot of apples. There, there, there's Fuji apples. There's Granny Smith apples. Yeah. There's sweet red apples. Yeah. There's Gala apples. Sure. There's crab apples. You didn't mention cosmic crisp apples. Those are great. That the, yeah, that's alliteration too. So that you got all these apples. Yes. But in your mind's eye, yeah. When I say apple. You think of a red apple. So I, you say that, but I don't. I think of a green apple. You really? I do. I think you of, think a, green of a green apple. Because most of the apples that are in my house, most of the time, are of the green variety. Yes. Oh, so you're a Granny Smith guy. I am, you're a Granny yeah. Smith kind of guy. Yeah. That's your Granny Smith house. So and that's, that's why with good Granny Smith. And apple, that's why the but... pear thing was kind of the. And then you went pomegranate. Well, and then okay. That... So if in my mind's eye, I, I, my default 
apple setting was green, then yes, I would have gone with, with sure, a pear. But could you have gone like apples to tomatoes? Like then, then, then I would have understood what you were doing there. Pomegranate True. just felt so out of but left I don't, I, I don't, But tomatoes are so misunderstood because you got the whole fruit versus vegetable conversation True. with they're technically a fruit, but they're not treated like a fruit. They're like the redheaded, the red-skinned stepchild of fruit. Okay. Because it's got skin. You know, I understand. The, and, and tomatoes red. are red. I, yeah, I understand what you were going Not the there. Washington football team of old, but like this, this one. And so for me, I went with pomegranate. It was, it's, there's no debate about whether, about pomegranate's legitimacy among the fruit contingency. I would agree. There's, I would no, agree. there's no controversy. There's no debate. There's no trivia. So that's where I went with that. Okay. Um, but why I, why I think this is, this is slightly different is because as good as Ben Roethlisberger was, he's a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. I have a heart for the vast, vast majority of his career. He was the, at best, third best quarterback in his conference. He was always behind Tom and Peyton. Yes. I think I view him on a similar level to Phillip Rivers. Sure. but So even if you view him above him. But so. it, clearly, Brady and Peyton dominated the AFC yeah. for the majority of Ben Roethlisberger's run. Where in the NFC, I think the big argument was just who was Aaron Rodgers' top competitors for a lot of the years in his own conference? Mm -hmm. Who was going to be, as my cat sneezes up a storm in the corner, who, who was the biggest hindrance for him getting to more Super Bowls? And, and I think that's why it's a little bit different. Like both teams had strong rosters, both teams had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But I, I, would, all, I would argue that. It, it was much tougher for the Steelers to come out of the AFC many of these years than it was Aaron Rodgers to come out of the NFC on just a flat surface there. But as I said from the very beginning of this take before we got into fruits and pomegranates and pears and apples and tomatoes was that, again, I still think Mike McCarthy takes too much heat. Uh, I, I, he is a better coach than he gets credit for, which is why he gets thrown into these conversations. I also think we're just putting way too much heat on Mike Tomlin. The guy's never had a losing record as a, as a head coach in the National Football League. Like, when are we yeah. going to stop? When are we going to stop trying to diminish that legacy? I think the other point of this too, Chris, is that because what he's doing is fair, fairly unprecedented in the modern – well, it's unprecedented in the modern era and even fairly unprecedented in general. I, I think there is a mix-up in people's mind, the difference between three or four or even five years of su sustained success – and 15. Right, it's 15. It's 15 years. Like, it it, it, it doesn't – okay, I'm going to say something. It's going to be outlandish. You might use a timeout. I, I'm going to say it. But other than the New England Patriots, Mike Tomlin has had the second best tenure of a head coach that we've seen since 2000. Like, it, the run is incredible. The, the run is incredible of that level of sustained success. Now, they do not have the Super Bowls that Tom Brady and the Patriots have. But when you are con constantly above 500 and constantly in the mix – He's thinking about using a timeout or he's using one. Okay, I'm going to use one. Andy Reid. Ten okay. conference championship okay. games. Four you, Super Bowls. I know, but you're, two wins. you're using you're, – you're talking two different teams. I'm talking in one place. We don't see okay. we don't see this level of sustained success in one place. They, Jamie, yeah. Andy Reid took the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl and they still ran him out of town. They yeah, ran him out of five town. conference championship games. And they ran him out of town. Mike Tomlin has yeah. been in Pittsburgh for 15 plus years and has never had a losing season and has won a Super Bowl. Other than Belichick, no one has done that. Yeah. And Belichick so, had a losing season twice. 
I, I'm sorry. Like, I just, I, when I Recently. look at this, I, we're, I, you can say that they should have won more with Big Ben. Again, we can argue the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, those teams might have been a little bit better. But I don't think you can argue that the, the straw that stirs the drink in Pittsburgh over the last decade plus has been what Mike Tomlin's been able to do as a coach. Well, can't both things be true? Can't you say he probably should have won more than one Super Bowl, but that doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Like, right, why, I don't but, know why those have to be mutually – I don't spirit, know why that has to be held against him. But the spirit of the takes from last week and the spirit of the take this week is that more criticism needs to be pushed onto Mike Tomlin, and I just fundamentally disagree with that. Yeah, I, I disagree as well. My, Mike Tomlin is an elite coach. Mike Tomlin's going to the Hall of Fame when Mike he Mike Tomlin retires. is a top-five coach in the National Football League right now, no questions asked. Yeah, I don't think I, – I mean, I'd say that shouldn't be a debate, but – I mean, what are we well, doing? What are we doing? Right. Yes. So, I, I think there's a little bit of success fatigue that happens um, where it's, again, I understand that it, it's at the end of the day, you want to win Super Bowls, but. But is it, though, ex- is it success fatigue? Because they won't, the the, the, the critics of, of Mike Tomlin, and, and I'm not saying Carl is a, a critic of Mike Tomlin, but in the overall context of this conversation, the success fatigue is, they're not giving him the credit where the credit is deserved. No, it's spoiledness. It's spoiled. But they won't they That's won't mention I mean. they won't mention the 15 years of not having a losing record. They'll only point Correct. to the well you only won one Super Bowl. Well, then you, you don't know, have success it's, fatigue. It's, that's you, why that's what I mean by success fatigue. It's like, well, we've been so good like it doesn't count anymore. It's like it, it, it's I and, would and tra- look, I would trade my entire Jets fandom for what the Pittsburgh Steelers have had under Mike Tomlin. In a heartbeat, I would trade for what they had. And again, I will also say that like in much the same way where Michael Jordan prevented a lot of good teams from having bigger runs, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning did the same thing in the AFC. And you have guys like Phillip Rivers in the Chargers, Ben Roethlisberger in the Steelers. Uh, I think the Baltimore Ravens for for runs there. I know they got they got one with Flacco, but like the Baltimore Ravens were, were on a run there for a bit where they, they didn't have sustained success, you know, in terms of winning and getting the Super Bowls because of the teams they faced in the AFC. So I think some of this is too of like those guys dominating so much and winning what a combined seven Super Bowls wall in the AFC. Yeah, that sounds right. So I think five were in the AFC, right? Or was it? And then six was in Tampa. Right? Not or was it was said seven in Tampa? I, seven, I am totally lost track of how seven many was Super in Bowls Tampa. He's won. So six. Okay, so he got one. Eight. Yeah, six. So that means in the AFC, Brady and Manning won. And then if you're including Roethlisberger for one of them, because I'm talking about Tomlin, they won in that stretch that Tomlin's been coaching. They've won. Yes. Yeah, what seven it's and seven, then nine seven. in total in the AFC? Yeah, seven for Brady, six with New England, and then the one with Tampa. So takes up a lot of those opportunities. How many Super Bowl appearances has? has it? And that doesn't even count the Super Bowl appearances that New England made and, and didn't win. Yeah, and Denver made and didn't win. Yeah, two that they lost. So like, I, I I get it. It's just those two. And again, I understand that you you wish that it was better than that. But I guarantee. But if you take that team, put them in the NFC, we're having a different conversation. At least the Super Bowl appearances. We'll see how they would have done against Brady and the Patriots in the, in the Super Bowl, but it, it, you know what I mean. It's just it, it's something that needs to at least be considered we in have, this conversation. We have two follow up takes to this take. Okay. Our resident Steelers expert Sam Teets is providing us with both of these. Take Mike Tomlin greater than sign John Harbaugh greater than sign Pete Carroll greater than sign Mike McCarthy from a career perspective. So those four coaches, you got to put them in and got to put them in order. Got to put them in order in terms of their career. I'd go Tomlin, Harbaugh, McCarthy, Carroll. So you are so you have the same top two as Sam does, and then you're flipping McCarthy and Carroll. Yeah. 
It's close, but I I think Tomlin and Harbaugh are one two. I, again, yeah, John I, I Harbaugh, feel, I feel another person about that. in the bucket yeah. of gets way too over criticized. Like yes, way too over criticized. Yes. Am I going to punish Pete Carroll for not running the football in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots? I kind of want to. I kind of want to from a career perspective. Well, I also want to consider what he did prior to Seattle, too. If we're That's still, fair. If we're uh, I, I'm that. with you. It's I'll close. Go. Like, if you want to put the, him in front of McCarthy, I, I wouldn't fight you on it. I don't feel strongly about 3-4 in, yeah. in that order. I'd agree with the order that you have. And then a bonus take from Sam. There are six active head coaches. Six active head coaches will be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame after they retire. Now, Sam provides his list. This so we talked about this in a staff meeting a this year is, ago, this almost a year fun, ago to the day. Yeah, this is the fun thing where Jamie, I don't think, knows the answers. So he could try to guess I, the list if he wants. I, I do want to try to guess the list. Okay. Uh, and I'm assuming uh, that Belichick and Tomlin are the, the easy givens at the top uh, there. Belichick and Tomlin are two of the six, yes. There's okay. another easy given that I, don't, I think you kind of have over, over read. Yes, that would be the third easy. So Belichick, Andy Reid, and Mike Tomlin, you're 50% of the way there, three for three so far. Um, okay. I would assume from that list, he put John Harbaugh on there. John Harbaugh on the list. Yes. That would be four for four for Jamie. Okay. Then he put Sean Payton. He did put Sean Payton on there. That is five for I five. I almost forgot because it's active. I almost, I almost overlooked him yes. for a second there. Five Sean for Payton, five, five there for Jamie. All right. So now I got to guess six. Yep. Well, we know it's not Mike McCarthy because he's Mike behind McCarthy. another coach there. Yes. So he's behind another coach on the list. So the question is, did he put Pete Carroll? Did he put somebody else on this list at number six? Uh, Jonathan Gannett. No, I'm just kidding. Um, just trying to think of, am I forgetting somebody obvious? Well, I don't I, know. I, uh, let me, uh, don't nod or anything. Okay. I'm just going to throw some names out there that will sure. go to the finals for the last Okay, conference. sure. I sure, think sure, in the sure, conversation. Sure. Like Pete an, Carroll. It's like American Idol. Okay. Yeah, Pete Carroll. All right. Um, I do wonder if he might consider uh, Doug Peterson. Okay. So I'm going to throw that name out there. Uh, let's see. Super Bowl winning coach, Doug Peterson. Yep. I, mm. Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. Okay. I'm three. sure we'll okay. put that in the finals. We've got four names now in the finals. It's a big final. Usually it's a big these, final. Usually in these game shows, it's like three people in the final. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that I would put in that category. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing an obvious. Yeah, that's fair. All right, now tell me this, Chris. Is one of the names I mentioned to you the sixth name? Yes. Okay, so good. I'm not going to even think about this anymore. I'm trying to think about Sam's philosophy. I can't, I can't because... wait. I can't wait for this. Because once you say this, the entire show is just going to – the car is going to turn this way. Oh, okay, so he picked Sean McVay. Yeah, he picked Sean McVay. Yeah. Okay. We, we are, we are that that was the – okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all yeah. the hint I needed to go. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not there yet. I think he's on the path. Uh, he, well, he, 2023 is not going to help him. I'll tell you that much. Here's what I'll say with this. Would you put Justin Jefferson in the Hall of Fame if he got hit by a bus tomorrow? I don't think they are I equal wouldn't. comparisons. I see what you're doing here. But I, I, I do not think they're equal comparisons. And why not? Because. And because that's what I'm saying here with like they're both on the path where if they continue along, not necessarily exactly what they've been doing, but close. Sure. They're both on the path to go to the Hall of Fame. But right now, today, I'm not putting them in the Hall of Fame. But I think all those other coaches we mentioned have a resume that if they retired right the second, they have a good enough resume to go in the Hall of Fame right now. I don't – as good as so, Sean McVay has been, 
I don't think he's been good enough in right, this short on. window to only have this window to be a Hall of Fame. And you and you know, I have been the I have I was the guy who brought Sean McVay's name up when we had this conversation as a yes. staff, and I was on an island, lonesome. We got a big. Yeah, we staff. had a ninety-minute rant about we had this. A, from we staff. had a big. We have a big staff. We got a lot of people throwing out yeah. names. Nobody wanted to come over here and stand on this side of the equation and defend Sean McVay with me. I had to do it by myself. So I just want to look up what he's done. So all right, Jamie, here we go. 2017, his first year as a head coach, 11 yep. and 5, playoff yep. appearance. 13 and 3 the following year, Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. 9 and 7 the year after that, 10 and 6, playoff loss to the Packers, 12 and 5 in the Super Bowl, and then last year we know what they did at 5 and 12. So, yep. five straight winning seasons to start his career. Two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win. He's on the path. I see that, four head that, coaches. That to me is not I, enough. I see four head coaches that are currently in the game right now that are directly a result of working with Sean McVay. So his coaching yeah, that, tree is pretty good. Yeah. So that matters. But, somebody's somebody's going to campaign for that in the room. Sure. I'm sure they will. But so, again, well, let's talk so in five I think, more years. I think the resume for McVay is better than the resume for Justin Jefferson. And so that's the hang up that I have. Is that if Justin Jefferson retired right now, I think McVay's got a better. If they both retired right now, I think well, yeah, but the problem is, is like five years and five years of playing in the NFL is closer to the end than five years of coaching in the NFL. Right, and so for you know McVay, I mean? he's so, yeah. he's got two Super Bowl appearances. Justin Jefferson doesn't have that. Now, it, it's still, gonna, I mean, yeah, but the, the, off, the Hall of Fame Marauders are not going to look at Super Bowl appearances sure, for a receiver. Sure, but but like they would for a coach or a quarterback. Right, but but yeah. Um, Again, I, I'm not trying to downplay what Sean McVay has done. I'm just saying that he is clearly on the path to being a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he's there yet. Are we – Sam didn't mention Pete Carroll. Do you think that's an oversight? I agree with Belichick. I agree with Reed. I agree with Tomlin. I agree with Peyton. I can get there with Harbaugh. I'm a Harbaugh fan. I can get there. I think it's going to take him a while, though. I, I don't think Harbaugh gets in. I yeah, think, I think of this group, Harbaugh's the guy that yeah. probably misses out. But I'm looking up Pete Carroll statistics. That's why you can hear me frantically typing while I'm producing the show. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he's won. I mean, just as just as a coach. I mean, and and I'm sorry, but like, he he had two years as the as the Patriots head coach and made the playoffs both of those years. Didn't have a losing record there. Is a one time Super Bowl champion. Seattle had how many winning seasons? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's had only only had one losing season. He's got nine. He's got yeah. nine. He's got three losing seasons in Seattle. 2021, 2010, and 2011. Oh, yeah. Sorry. After the first two years. Yeah. So yeah. He's got he three. He's got three losing seasons in his career. He's got 161 career wins as a coach. He is a let's take a peek here. He is a. He's a coach of the year. He got one coach of the year award. I'm just looking at yeah. some like accolades. Coach of the year award, Super Bowl, two-time right. NFC champion. Uh, he's on the line for me. Like I think he and Harbaugh are both guys that I would put on the line of like now if this I was, could now if this go was just a, if this way. was just a football hall of fame, not the pro football hall of fame, the college accolades just Oh well, sure. Right into sure. The hall of fame. I, I'm not cons- I'm not I'm not Considering the U.S. No, and you're and, and it's not because it's the pro football him. I'm just saying that it makes this a slam dunk, no doubt. If you also include what he did in college, right? That's yeah. I I think both him and Harbaugh are on the line for me. Of I would not be upset if they made it. I would not be upset if they missed it. Uh, I I think they're right on that cusp for me. 
All right, we're going to sneak in a couple food takes here. Okay. So the original take from Alex, take, pizza rolls are an Americanized version of true Italian ravioli. And then Janelle came over the top and said, take, pizza rolls are Americanized bite-sized versions of a true Italian calzone. And then we have a third food take that I'm not going to share yet. I just want to tackle this pizza rolls conversation first. Well, I mean, I think pizza rolls are closer to being a calzone than they are to being a ravioli. What a terrible take from you. They are closer to being a ravioli than they are a calzone. Really? Because we have fried ravioli and guess what it looks like? It looks like a big pizza roll. Maybe, but a calzone's a. You know what a big pizza roll looks like? A I've fucking got, calzone. I've got, I've got shape. You have to bleep that, by the way. I've got shape consistency between a ravioli and a pizza roll. I have substance similarity between a pizza roll well, and, and a ravioli. Similarity between all of them. But a calzone, I got a totally different shape. You can't yeah, but, make a but, bite-sized but, but, version of a calzone. Yeah, but, but what? But what is the shape made of, Chris? Hold on, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. There's somebody uh, has. What to is have a done pizza it. roll? What is the outside of a pizza roll, the outside of a calzone, and the outside of a ravioli? Hold on. on. Can I get a Wikipedia page for a pizza roll, please? Who's the guy who made pizza rolls? Shout out to our guy, Gino Paluchetti. That's a very Italian sounding name. That's what his name is. What do you want me to tell you? Can I get a history here? The invention of pizza rolls. I love this. This is story time with Chris. Well, I'm on on the website for uh, local Arizona pizza establishment. I don't think it's local. I think it's at a bunch of different places. Hungry Howie's here. Hungry Howie's Pizza. Uh... Pizza rolls. The product was a result of Pellucci replacing the traditional filling used in a Chinese egg roll with pizza toppings. So it's not even, it's not. Ooh. So then the answer to this is it's the Americanized version of an egg roll. It's true. Is an I, e- this is an egg roll, ravioli, calzone I'm hybrid. Shocked. I'm shocked. That's not the twist I was expecting. Wow. This. The more you know. Yeah, he replaced the, the, the inside filling of an egg roll with pizza toppings. Wow. The more you know, you learn something new every day. Uh, Do you know and what then else Sam... has pizza toppings inside of it? Excuse me? You know what else has pizza toppings inside of it? A calzone. A calzone. So it is a ravioli. Um, and then Sam. Mm, no, different sauces. Sam I had a follow-up take. Sure. Chicken nuggets, greater than signed pizza rolls, greater than signed pigs in a blanket. I think I'm buying this take. No, pigs in a blanket in a, a a Oh no, pigs a, in a blanket incredible, are so uh, no, so it's overrated. so underrated. No, it's so third overrated. on this list. Yeah, and that's even too high. It should be lower. No, who doesn't love a good Nothing's I would better. take I would take a pigs in a blanket over a pizza roll any day of the week. Any day of the week. If they were all the same quality, no way. Pigs in a blanket are fine. They're 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 replacement level food. They're fine. They look fancier than they should. It's like chicken cordon bleu. Like half the just half the appeal is just it looks fancy. No, that looks cool. Server no, it's it's a hot dog and then it's rolled in. Oh, I know what it is, Chris. You don't have fantastic. to pull up the Wikipedia page. I understand. What? I mean, you don't need much more. A I hot didn't dog say it's bad. I just didn't say it was bread. very good. And then you can have dipping sauces. You could dip them in mustard, which would be kind of gross. I would dip them in ketchup. That's what I would do. But you got sauces that you can use. A pizza roll. What are you dipping that in? Marinara sauce. Yeah, why not? Why don't you dip it in more cheese? Now that I could get behind. Now, chicken nuggets being number one on this list, I'm fully in agreement with. Chicken nuggets, yeah, a, top, a good top-tier chicken food. nugget, and we're a not good talking about like a top-tier a finger. A good food. chicken yeah, nugget, yeah, it's a, it's a top-tier finger food. It's it, it, it's, it's really undefeated. good. And again, you don't want to talk about sauce options. 
Oh, you could do any. You, the world is your oyster. You could do ranch if you like ranch. You could do honey mustard. You could do barbecue. Mix them. You, you can mix sauces. I mean, yeah, the world is your oyster. Yeah. And so from a from a versatility perspective, chicken nuggets yes. number one. It's very right? versatile food. Yeah. So yeah, and that's why it's number one. I I agree with that one hundred percent. We have two more football takes that we're going to sneak in here for the show. Let's take from Helby. Take. You know what? I'm going to phrase it to you this way. Okay. Fill in the blank, Jamie. Heldy did fill in the blank. I want you to fill in the blank. Okay. The blank will win the NFC South by a game. The blank will win the NFC South by a game. The Atlanta Falcons. That's exactly what Heldy put. The Atlanta Let's Falcons go, will Heldy. win the NFC South by a game. I am selling this take. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we know why. No, I, I it's, no, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, Derek Carr, New Orleans Saints, Kendra Miller, like, yeah, I mean, it's my brand, right? So I have, to, but like, why. I also think, I also think I would take the Panthers over the Falcons right now. I think all three have a legit chance to, to at least be in the I just have I so, really like Atlanta. I no, really I do. So many question marks. That wide receiver room after Drake London is just not very good. No, it's but not. they've got Kyle Pitts. They've got Mac Hollins. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Okay. I tried. Hold I on. tried. I'm going to use I tried. I tried. That's second time. I'm going to use my, my second. I, have yeah, no, I deserve this. You're out of your mind. I deserve for just this. trying to say, oh, they've got Kyle Pitts. They've also got Matt Collins. Are you kidding me with that? That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, no, I deserve this. They got Bijan. They do they have, have Cordell Patterson. They have Tyler they Algier. Algier. They have Cordell Patterson. I, I think their running game is going to be very good. And I think they're going to be able to use Cordell Patterson once again in a way that's going to make him explosive and dynamic and be able to do a whole lot of things. But I still got a lot of questions. I know they spent a ton of money in, you know, David Onyemata, Calais Campbell. They they infused into their defense, but I don't think it's perfect. Oh, no, no. It's far from perfect. And, you know, you brought in Jeff Okuda as well. Like, I'm optimistic. But, but it all comes down to the quarterback play. And so I ask you this question, Jamie. Going into 2023, would you rather have Bryce yeah, Young Bryce, or Desmond Ritter? Bryce, and so Bryce. that, there you go. I think the coaching staff. I think the best coaching staff in the division is Carolina. No, maybe you're right. Maybe I should pick the Panthers now, Chris. I think you're you're talking me into Let's this. Let's go. I might I might take a timeout. Yeah, timeout. I'm gonna you're reverse the tape. You're using your second. I'm gonna pick the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I think the coaching staff's better. I think between them and the Falcons, they have the better quarterback. I still think the Saints are are going to be considered the favorites because they have the most experienced yeah, they quarterback. Are. Yeah, play. they're still the favorites. I think their but... roster is better overall. It, the roster can be better. But Carolina's not that far behind. No, I think all three of those teams, to be perfectly honest with you, are in that like seven to nine win range. Like, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think a ten win team comes out of the South. I gotta tell you, seven to nine win range for Derek Carr would really hurt the brand for me in twenty twenty three because then I'd have to defend that. That's gonna be tough. Eh, I mean, we'll see how healthy Michael Thomas is. We'll see how many games Alvin Kamara plays. We'll see how that defense holds up this year. They lost. I mean, there. Right? I think there are some more questions. Yeah, so I think there's some more questions about the Saints than anybody really wants to answer. And I'm not bought in on on Dennis Allen. As, no, as I, I I would agree with that. I'd agree with that so. 100%. But yeah, Carolina is a team that I think people are, and I understand why they're sleeping on them, but man, I think the coaching is going to go a long way in year one. Like I really yeah. do. I think it's going to get the most out of that team. Okay. Uh, this and also, and- by the way, Chris, you, you talked me into, this is the second straight show you've talked me into Carolina. I did it yesterday, Remember, you didn't did, I? Yeah, you called a timeout on me yesterday. You the second time you've used the oh, timeout. Oh, because you were just so you were just so nonchalant. Dad, they're not. You don't consider them a playoff team. Get them out of here. I'm like, whoa, well, wait a second, NFC. But you know great. what? This this is good because it's like that's my initial reaction, and then you stop and make me think about it. And I go, yeah, maybe I gotta like gotta give this team a little bit more credit. I've been in just Matt Rule again. Now Carolina's not like a tender mode for a minute now. And the NFC is not very good, you know. And the NFC South is horrible. Well, yeah, their their division. It's not the AFC good. South, but it's 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 not great. It's the second worst division in football. And the overall like landscape of the NFC is not very good. Speaking of the NFC, MK Ultra seventy seven has a take for us. 
and didn't even put the fancy like take branding. Just literally put the comment in there and like, left. Like, boom. The Lions get to the NFC Championship. That's how we're close. We are closing the show. Hashtag our Lions. Jamie's going to now have to make everybody upset because he's going to say, no, well, they're not going to get there. And I'm going to agree with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to sell that. And for two reasons. Take the field. One, math- mathematically, it makes more sense to take the field. Two, do I think they're a top two team in the NFC? Just in just, I know it's the top two teams in the conference don't always make it there. But we had this debate yesterday on the TD. I think they're a top podcast. two. We did, and I and I commented on it, uh, and along with a lot of other. We had a really interesting conversation about team building in Mahomes, yes, and Mahomes, and go back and watch or listen to, to, more so watch. I think if you have a chance to go over to watch TD and Daily, because then you could see this the scroll of the comments, yeah. and because it was a really lively chat on Thursdays of uh, TD and Daily. But I don't think they're a top two team in the NFC. I would take San Francisco. I would take Philly. I would take those two are the easy, like they're tier one. And then I think Detroit is in that next tier with uh, uh, Seattle and Dallas for me. And um, so if you want to say Detroit, I, I, I can live with you saying Detroit's the third best team in the NFC. I'm not, I think I would put them, I think I'd put them fourth behind Dallas and just in front of Seattle, but I can live with you put them at three. But even just on that, I can't predict them to go to the NFC Championship game. I think they are still a large step behind the 49ers and the Eagles in the conference. And I think they could be a step behind the Cowboys too, depending on how things work out. Still yeah. like them. Still think they're going to win the division. Uh, I think that, I think they're finally going to win a playoff game. I, I agree like with in that. In the first time in like however long a it's been. years, yeah. Uh, and, I think, and so, uh, yeah. but NFC Championship game, they're not going to be the one seed. So they're going to have to win two playoff games. So they're going to have to beat a wild card team. And then they're likely going to have to go into San Francisco or into Philadelphia to get to the NFC Championship game. I'm not going to predict them to go on the road to either now, of those two teams and win. Now, can I – I agree with you. But for the sake of the the argument of the show, I will play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys are not you, – you would put them behind Dallas, right? I would. Dallas is going to be a wild card team if we think yeah. if you think Philly's where they are. So Dallas is going to have to go on the road a bunch, right? Yeah, yeah, the thing is they're going to go on the road against the NFC South. I think cuz they're going to be the top more wild card li- versus the more so, than likely. Yes, but you, yeah. you do then have to go you have to run the table on the road sure. when, when you're the 5 seed, right? I mean, you're sure. just going to have to do that. The NFC South, we just said's only going to win 7 to 9 games. The winner, yep. we think. San Francisco's not a lock, okay? Well, but they've got but this is, major yeah. questions at quarterback. And I still so think for, they're a lock, and, and so and I agree with you, Jamie. I'm I'm one of the bigger San Francisco defenders there are because I think Kyle Shanahan gets a bad rap sometimes. But there's a path where the Lions are in the mix for the two seed. Sure, there is a path for that, and I think then at that point you're hosting one of those teams, and then you have to Mike, go to Philly if they get there. But then you're playing the game but, but of the que- we don't but, have- yeah. But the question's only get there, right? right. It wasn't and, to win the conference; it's just get there. And as the two seed, it's a pretty that would be a pretty nice I, I situation think, for yourself. Yes, but even then, I'm still not convinced I would pick them to beat San Francisco or Philly, even if they'd have to go into Detroit. Like, because that's the thing. Like, the NFC South's not going to affect Detroit at all. No, they're not well, going to play them, and they, neither will the and neither will the five seed. The way things are going to work out. They're, right, they're going to play the six or seven seed, and then they're going to have to play the one or two seed. Like not if, if that, that's not if they're the two seed. Sure, then they're going to play the seven seed, 
and then they're going to play the three seed with three would, seed, which would either be which is but, either be Philly or San Francisco. We believe. Well, I don't think Philly was going to be the three seed. Are we living in a world where the Lions are the two seed, and the Philly and the Eagles are the three seed? You want to live in that world? No, but I don't think we're living in the world where the Niners and the Eagles aren't the top two seeds, or Dallas, and if they win the division and right. But I'm yeah, just like saying, if the just, Eagles are the if, if the Eagles are the clear cut one seed, and based on what we just saw a year ago, I think it's fair yeah. to pencil them in as the one seed. I think the two seeds wide open. I do. Sure, but either way, you're playing. You're playing San Francisco in this hypothetical somewhere, right? But playing them at home, or th- yeah. dramatically increases my odds of making it to the NFC Championship game, in my opinion. Sure, but you have to you have to play a wild card team in pick, round I, one, and then you host San Francisco again in a worst case scenario if they also won at home. Yes. The, and again, the I think you might get out coached, but we'll see. And it depends. And you're not going to have a quarterback deficit, regardless of who's starting for San right, Francisco. You're, gonna, you're, you're not going to you're, you're not going to have a worse quarterback. No, so. We'll see, but I I just don't think it's likely. I'm selling the take. I just don't I don't think it's that far off from a reality if the Lions are No, I don't think, think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy to protect any team that we think is gonna win a division to go to the conference title game. I'm just gonna sell the take. But I don't think it's like Well, specifically ridiculous. in the NFC. I think in the AFC it's a little different, right? I think in the AFC if you win a division, yeah. it's not a guarantee. Unless you're like the only well, division. No, I, I mean, is, is it crazy for any team in the AFC to get to the conference championship game that wins their division? Now, right now, we pick to win the division. That's Kansas City. That's Cincinnati. I think Jacks. I think Jacksonville winning Jacksonville, their division. I think that would. Who's the other? Who we're missing? Buffalo. I mean, Jacksonville would be crazy because they would draw. See, if they're let's say they're what do you think? They're the three or the four seed. Yeah, because they're going to draw one of two. the Jets, Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers. Like that's the I, team I, they're going to draw. Yeah, and then they're gonna draw probably the one Cincy. seed. The one seed. Well, it depends drive. on if they're three or four. If they're three, they'll draw the two. But so it's Buffalo or you know Kansas City, Cincinnati. Like you're gonna get one of those tier teams. I don't think it's likely, but yes, I, I think it's less likely the Jags get there than the Lions get there. I would agree with that. But I also don't think it's crazy. I also. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. But and I think it's more so because that there's just a lot of teams that are really good in the AFC. That is another week of shows here in the books on the Prospects and Props podcast. We've got a fun week for you next week. We we unearth. They they are done. They are completed. They are ready to go. We are going to unearth Jamie's 2023 projections for fantasy purposes next week. Starting on Tuesday. Starting on Tuesday. But I, listen, it's the Friday show. We're going into the weekend. I want to get everybody excited, you know, about what, what to look forward to next week. So we start that on Tuesday. Multiple days of shows talking about quarterbacks and such. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Monday, I believe, a news and notes edition of the show yes. in which we're going to kind of recap everything that's happened over the last couple of days. And then we'll dive into uh, the projections uh, at the quarterback position, I believe. Is the first yeah, maybe game. Hopkins will will sign with the Texans by then. You saw that story? Yeah, I saw that story. And I was very, it, was, it was very interesting. That it, I've convinced him. Texans wide receiver core. He's excited. Yeah, you you personally are the one that... Uh, yep, that he's a listener to the show, I'm sure. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We would greatly appreciate that. If you've done all those things, please share the show with a friend, coworker, a loved one, football fan, somebody that you think would enjoy listening DeAndre to DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Prospects and Props podcast. We greatly appreciate you sharing uh, word of mouth, the best way to uh, support us here on this show. We've got the YouTube version of the show as well. You want to catch us over on the Draft Network YouTube channel. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Schubert underscore on Twitter. And Jamie is at Jamie Eisner. Appreciate everybody making this show a part of their day and week. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll talk to you all on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.